First, though, we're going to head in a different direction. Many Americans love to visit Canada. They love Vancouver or Montreal. Thing is, you don't find a lot of people who go crazy for Toronto. The city's not exciting enough, some might say. Well, look again. Toronto's got a dose of crazy going on up there right now. Lori Goldstein is a columnist for the Toronto Sun. And, Lori, the craziness that we're referring to is political. Toronto Mayor Rob Ford, who has just been ordered out of office. What's going on up there? Well, a judge has ruled that um, Mayor Ford, because he voted at council on an item in which he had a financial interest, is disqualified from holding office. He's given him 14 days to get his affairs in order and for the city to get its affairs in order. But under the judge's ruling, after 14 days, he's no longer the mayor of the city of Toronto. Okay, and he says he's going to fight that. But let's unpack the issue here a little bit. Mayor Ford of Toronto solicited funds back when he was a councilman, not mayor. He solicited funds using city letterhead, asking for money, contributions for the high school football team that he coaches, I believe, for this football program. So he says, look, this was money solicited for kids. The thing is, among those who then made donations were lobbyists and corporations to the tune of, what was it, like $3,000, I think? $3,150. Okay. So who said that he should pay that money back? It was the city's integrity commissioner. And um, she said that the money needed to be paid back because it had been on, the appeal had been made on council stationery. Uh, eventually, this all came to council, and there was a vote on whether the mayor would have to pay it back or not because it was a recommendation to council that the integrity commissioner made. And the council voted, no, he doesn't have to pay it back. At that time, Mr. Ford spoke on the issue and he voted on it. And that's a contravention of our Municipal Conflict of Interest Act, which says a politician can't vote on something in which he has a financial interest. I mean, didn't anybody realize that at the time? Did he? Yes. Uh, mayor Ford, who is a stubborn sort, was warned repeatedly, up to including by the Speaker of Council before he voted, that he shouldn't vote. I guess the, the strength and the tragedy of Mayor Ford is that the very thing that makes him attractive to many of us as a leader, and uh, our paper did support him, and I support his agenda, which is very fiscally conservative, is that he's like a bull in a china shop. When he wants to get something done, he gets it done. And on his agenda... He's already fulfilled most of his agenda uh, halfway through his term. He's kept taxes low. He's uh, achieved labor peace and substantial savings uh, by contracting out city work. But having said that, as a councillor, he was always a lone wolf. He always operated on his own. He didn't take advice. And uh, he didn't do that when he became mayor. So he ignored repeated warnings from all kinds of people that while it might not sound significant that you've only raised $3,150, a man's a millionaire, by the way, through his family business. Uh, you can't vote on this issue because of the way the act is worded. He thought he knew better, he voted, and now he's paying the consequences. Well, I wonder what's next for the mayor of Toronto, uh, whose tenure is going to be short-lived right now. Presumably he's not going to go down without a fight. I wonder if he is going to go down with your support, since you supported him previously, and say that he managed to get an awful lot done on his agenda in a relatively short period of time. Oh, yeah. No, um, my paper today editorially said, and I agree with it, that we want him to use every legal means that he has at his disposal to get this decision overturned. And actually, the judge was quite sympathetic. And he said, the problem with this law is that I have to find that he did vote on a matter in which he had an interest. And because of the law, which is badly written, the only weapon I have is to dismiss him from office. My attitude is that the way you elect or defeat a mayor who has not been accused of any crime, is an election. This mayor was voted in favor of by hundreds of thousands of people. And to me, his transgressions, and, and he's the author of his own misfortune. 
He shouldn't have done what he did. But to me, the punishment here just does not fit the crime. Okay, thank you. Laurie Goldstein writes a column for the Toronto Sun newspaper. We've got a link, Laurie, to your recent profile of the man who may soon become Toronto's ex-mayor at theworld.org. Nice to speak with you.